Welcome to the Fearless Living Now podcast. I'm your host, Patty Lustig, and this podcast is sponsored by the Fearless Living Now community. If you're committed to accessing the courage to live life full out and beyond fear, you are in the right place. Each episode will be focused on an aspect of what it takes to find the courage needed to take action toward the fulfillment of your goals. Welcome to episode three of the Fearless Living Now podcast. Today we're going to begin talking about creativity. The definition of creativity is the skill and imagination to create new things, the ability to form mental images of things that either are not physically present or have never been conceived or created by others. Being creative in your thinking is absolutely essential to living fearlessly. I don't know about you, but I think accessing our creativity is really exciting. And what's possible is kind of beyond imagination. Now, first of all, you have to let go of the notion that you are not creative. Often creativity is connected with talent, talent with music, art, writing, science, etc. It's really interesting, but as I watch different reality shows that have to do with singing, dancing, things that take a lot of talent, I'll often see that even though one person can sing perfectly, the person who wins in the end is the person who's most creative, most alluring, most out there on the stage, most entertaining. So think about that. You need to understand that everyone can be creative as a function of imagination. Now, when you were six years old, you had no trouble being creative. You painted with abandon. You danced or moved to music when you heard it. You sang with all your heart. You played make-believe, but you believed what you made up could be real. Imagine if we could bring back the six-year-old's way of thinking about our life, what's possible, and our future. Well, let's take a look at what blocked your creativity or even blocks it to, to this day. It's important to spend some time thinking about this. Often your blocks come as a result of something you were told by an adult or some negative reaction you got when you were doing something creative. I met a gentleman several years ago who had the most fascinating story. His name is William Dean, and I hope to have him on as a guest sometime soon. The short Shortened version of the story is, as a child, he was always doodling, and his teachers told him to stop. They brought his parents in, and I believe his doodles were quite extraordinary, but his parents were on the teacher's side, and from that point forward, 
he gave up being artistic or creative and and or doodling. And he went on in life to be um, a software engineer, made a good living. And when he was in his, I believe, early 50s, he'll tell the story. I'm not quite sure of the age range. He started playing around with making chocolate just for fun. And he didn't even realize that he was reaccessing his creativity. So he was making all this chocolate and he was giving it out to friends and family, neighbors, etc. Well, long story short, his chocolate got somehow in the hands of Whoopi Goldberg. And Whoopi Goldberg featured his chocolate on The View. And a business was born. And he actually realized that he could reaccess his his creativity and now have a business and make a living with it. He did not have to do other things in his life. It's a fabulous story, which he'll tell in more detail when he's a guest on the show. So look for that. So in the current day, when you find yourself failing at something, you probably attribute it to some circumstance, some talent that you don't have. But it usually stems from messages that you're giving yourself that come from your past. And it's so freeing to let yourself immerse into a project that you don't think you have the talent for. See, talent is more about practicing, 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 becoming a master at something. But creativity is about imagining, imagination, and then doing things and not worrying about how good they are, but having them come from the depths of your soul and just trusting the process. And who cares what anybody thinks? Recently, I started taking an intuitive painting class. And wow, it's so much fun. And I'm actually finding my style of painting. I've always been intimidated by art because my husband has art training. I've even begun art classes and then quit them because his art was so much quote, better. Well, who's really the judge of that? And I'm discovering that I might even have some deep-seated talent. You know, I'm never going to be able to paint a portrait, but when it comes to a more abstract kind of painting, I may just have some talent. A few years ago, I wrote my book. I didn't really think I was that great of a writer. But you know what? People love my writing. And now I'm in a writing group. I'm writing another book. And it's just really interesting what you can discover when you just let yourself go and try things. The most important thing about creativity is practice, is is practicing creating from nothing. So we think we have to know what we're going to do. That's why intuitive painting is great, because you just start with nothing. You start slapping paint on the canvas, and something begins to emerge. You kind of go from there. And so often we don't create because we don't think what we're creating is possible. 
That is what will stop you every time. See, each day you can practice creating how you want the day to be. You can create what you want to accomplish. Don't just write it down. You can create what could be possible. Those of you who've started with episode one and hopefully tried creating your 100 things list, and if you don't know what that is, go back and listen to episode one. When you go to create this list, at first you come up with 25 things that seem doable. But after that, you need to create and declare what you want. You have to use your powerful imagination. Creating is a little bit like brainstorming. It's letting go of anything that could be in the way. You have to assume you have the resources you need. You have the energy you need. You have anything you need. And then your brain will let go. See, kids, they're not related to all that stuff. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough time. How am I going to support myself? No, kids, they just create from nothing. So you really want to take on practicing creating from nothing. And literally every time I write what I'm going to do in my planner, I literally am creating what's going to happen. Even if it's something I've done over and over again. If you've never heard of Mike Mike Dooley, I recommend, If you've never heard of Mike Dooley, I recommend looking into him. He wrote a book called Infinite Possibilities. And again, I'm hoping to have him as a guest one day. His story is amazing. He hated his job. He wasn't going to quit it. Every single night he came home and he laid on his couch and he visualized. He didn't know quite what the job would be, but he visualized that he was working somewhere where he loved what he was doing. He loved the people he worked with. He got to travel a lot and a number of other criteria. And within about three months, he got transferred within his own company to a different department doing a different kind of work. He fell in love with the work. They sent him all over the world. He loved the people he worked with. He imagined that into existence. So ask yourself, what would support your creativity? It could be setting time aside, you know, having enough downtime, so to speak, or time that is, I know for me, I have to like shut out all the noise that's coming at me constantly. I sit at my computer, I've got uh, one thing I'm going to work on, and then just closing tabs takes all my attention. I go down that rabbit hole, down that rabbit hole. So I have to set aside time when I'm completely focused. I'm not looking at anything else but what I want to be working on. So that also has to do with your environment. Do you have the right environment set up to be creative? Do you have the right people in your life so you can be creative? Are things like meditation and visualization useful? And Definitely you want to create new beliefs about who you are and what you can do and how creative you are. And ultimate, not ultimately, and I don't know why I said ultimately. (laughs) And 
sometimes creating collages of either the year that you'd like, the 10 years that you'd like, the month. My 30-year-old daughter has been creating a collage for each month for the last couple of years. And it's amazing how magical her life is. Now, I love the platform called Canva, which is a, uh, a, te- a technology's way of letting us create uh, visual images. And what I like to do is create a collage electronically on Canva. And it's a collage of the next 10 years. Again, you can do it for any part of portion or part of your life. And you'll have to go there and learn it. It's pretty simple. And they have some tutorials, etc. And once you create the collage, you can print it out. You can also get a poster printed by them, which is quite inexpensive. And Canva itself is free unless you want to use pro pictures and then you have to subscribe for a low cost. But there's lots of pictures that aren't pro. So just search and search and search. You can also add words and you can upload your own images. So I find this a really creative endeavor and uh, something you'd really enjoy doing. Also engaging in activities like art classes, writing groups, or anything that stretches your imagination will support you to bring creativity into any area of your life. When I couldn't find a job many years ago, I came up with this unique way to get seen and heard where I sent a resume and a cover letter, but also a postcard, self-addressed stamp postcard to every single person with different responses they could give and check off. And it was so useful to me because I got feedback. I knew what was happening. And pretty soon after that, I landed a job. When I wanted to get married, I asked a friend to call men for me because I was too embarrassed to do it myself. She would ask them to take me out, set up a date, and married my first husband out of that project. In our next episode, I'm going to have a guest. She is a close friend of mine and client that I've known for 25 years or more. She has an amazing story to share about raising three children on her own that includes incredible courage and creativity. So look for that, my my dears. And thank you again for listening. Remember, if you need more support, I have some free tools on my website, an inexpensive ebook. There's my Fearless Living Now course coming up soon. You can do one-on-one work with me. Just go to fearlesslivingnow.com for all these opportunities. And I hope you listen again soon. Good day for now, my friends. Thanks for listening. Remember to visit fearlesslivingnow.com. Join the Fearless Living Now Facebook group and subscribe to the weekly podcast. This will give you more encouragement and inspiration. Feel free to reach out to me at patty at fearlesslivingnow.com or 612-363-7605 if you need anything.